Hey, welcome back to the Power of Positive podcast. It's your host, Nikki Johnson. And today uh, we have a special guest. Um, Paige and I uh, connected on Instagram and um, excited to hear from her. You know, the focus of the show is always um, staying positive and some kind, sometimes can be hard to do. Uh, but anytime I come across somebody who has that same uh, vision, same mission. I'm excited to connect with them and to help them get their story across. So Paige is going to share a bit about her story and her um, mission and what she's doing to uh, to help people stay positive. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I was like so excited when I came across it. I'm like, oh my gosh, another person that like just gets me. <laughs> so I was excited to um, chat with you and connect with you and looking forward to learning more and more. Um, but yes, yeah, so thanks for having me. So Paige, tell us uh, a bit about you, where you're from, um, maybe uh, a bit about um, your, I don't want to say your past, but <laughs> um, maybe um, the past, present, future type of uh, a scenario for us. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a currently living in Arizona in the Phoenix area. This is where I grew up. Um, I've only left officially one time for college, which I will get into a little bit, but, um, the, all of this, all of the things that I do now have really led from being an athlete. Um, I was an athlete growing up, um, played a lot of sports. Uh, softball was kind of like my my jam, like my main thing, um, played club and travel, uh, softball growing up. And then, um, I played a little bit of volleyball, but mostly the softball thing. And then ended up playing collegiate softball at Northwestern university and getting my degree and my bachelor's there. Um, and then, so that took me to Chicago, which is <laughs> left Arizona. It was a little bit different. It was <laughs> cold. Different. I actually had seasons, you know, the whole thing. So that was really fun and an amazing experience being there and getting to play and compete at that level. Um, which came with its own struggles and challenges as well, which <laughs> led me to where I'm at. And, um, when I came home, I was in that fun, like, I don't really know what I want to do phase for a little bit, but looking back at my experiences and what I wanted to share and what I was passionate about was working with girl athletes and helping them just navigate life, <laughs> helping them navigate life and more so just, um, navigating like how to be more successful or find more success and more confidence ultimately. So I work with girl athletes. Um, I mentor girl athletes on the mental side of the game and confidence and helping them helping give them tools to create confidence um, because it was like struggle bus for me as an athlete growing up and staying positive was not my thing mm -hmm. <laughs> growing up and especially as an athlete I think I was like the most frustrated annoyed angry little athlete there was <laughs> trying to get past these struggles and failures and things like that so I kind of took a turning point in my senior year in college and just knowing like I only had an, a year left to compete at that level. And I was like, I, you know, like it was kind of like a time thing where it was like, I only have this much time to do this. I had no idea if I would play after or anything. I didn't mm -hmm. end up playing, but um, I probably was thinking there's no way I'm playing because I was struggling with the hitting side of things. Mm -hmm. And 
that senior year, I just decided that I was gonna like have as much fun as I possibly could because I was really getting sick and tired of being sick and tired and frustrated. <laughs> Um, I was going to do my best, which I was already doing, I thought. Um, and then something I told myself that last year was, you know, whatever happens, happens. I was like that. And that was me just like finally letting go of the results, the outcomes, my statistics. And it's not like I didn't care. I was just like, I was so over being frustrated with myself and like being so hard on myself. And, um, so that year I just really thought about myself differently and I was more positive and had a more positive outlook and just looked at the game differently and thought differently. And, um, it made a big difference in my performance. I ended up doubling my batting average and tripling the amount of at-bats that I got, which just means that I got a lot more playing time mm -hmm. and I had way more fun. So I knew that I wanted to show these girls and give them those, those tools and those things. And I ventured into some more self-development after that really got into, you know, the power of positive and, um, wanted to help them understand that much earlier so that they could find way more success way earlier, um, and not go through as many struggles, but still go through the struggles and know how to go through them, um, with a plan. So Right. I think oftentimes we think of mentor as kind of, I don't know, me anyway, sometimes sort of a scary word of like, I can't mentor people. I'm not perfect. I don't have it all figured out. When in reality, mentors are really just somebody who's been through it and mm -hmm. seeing that benefit of I can be a guide to somebody and help them, you know, not suffer in the ways that I did, or let me help them figure it out like I did. Um right. And the other thing you said, I could see um, just when you said that you let go of the numbers, that how freeing it was. I mean, I could see it on your face when we let go of meeting those, I don't know, checking those boxes or, or even, you know, not focusing so much on hitting the goal, but enjoying the journey and being in the moment and just having fun. And sometimes that can be depending on your personality, <laughs> being a stubborn perfectionist can be so hard. And, yeah. and how, what a bit missed opportunity to go through an experience mm -hmm. and not have fully taken it in and enjoyed it. And, and that can yeah. easily happen when we are sometimes stubborn or focused on the wrong things that we miss the joy in the journey. And so I, I love that that is a focus of yours, something that you've learned and, and hopefully now helping other young athletes see. Yeah, for sure. You should see when I'm on, when I'm working with these girls and I tell them, well, what if we just like let go of some expectations and like let go of the statistics and things like, uh, focusing on some other stuff. And they're like, they're like, what are you talking about? No way. You're crazy. Like, and we have to really have some deep, good conversation yeah. to work through some of those and letting those go because it, 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 for a lot of us, like, I mean, it sounds like you too, like being like that perfectionist personality, wanting to, you know, everything to go the way that we're planning. Um, when we think about letting go of expectations, it make, it seems like, Oh, like, I don't like, I don't care, but mm -hmm. it's not like the truth at all. We're just focusing 
our energy somewhere else and allowing those things to just happen naturally. Yeah. And athletes are successful athletes for sure at a collegiate level are so self-driven and, um, high achievers most of the time. Right. And so when you're at that level, I think you're just so goal-driven and so maybe not necessarily a win mentality, but just always doing your best. And I know for me, when I think about really succeeding or really, um, doing my best, I have what I call a serious face (laughs) and, um, my concentration face looks as though I'm either mad or not having fun. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, but you know, that just something as simple as that of, of your thinking of focusing on goals or driven, or I have to do this right can, you know, fall into that, um, you know, just not having fun and living in the moment. And, and then when we finally come on the other side and realize we can enjoy it and maybe even do better than we expected when we're in that serious um, mode, which doesn't mean that you're not focused, you know, you can definitely be focused and live in joy uh, or perform in joy. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So when you say that you are working with your girls, what exactly does that look like? Is it something like a zoom call? Are you focusing on like form and like logistics of, of athletes or is it all mindset? How does that, what does that look like? Yeah, totally. So it is fully mindset. I mean, there might be every once in a while I'll be get up and like go through (laughs) what they're doing and stuff physically, but no, it's, it's all mindset work. It's, um, and we're on zoom calls mostly because I have girls all over the country. Um, so I have to meet with them on zoom and this was even like pre pandemic. So I was like, Oh, well, the pandemic kind of helped me out. Now everyone knows how to or use zoom really well. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, so it's all through zoom. I have girls all over the country and, um, I work with girls. We, I have like private mentorship girls, but I also, my biggest thing of what I do is a group program that I have created and loved on. And, um, we've, I've had, a four, four groups go through now, um, called the confident athlete. And what I love about the group portion, like the group part of the program is that these other girls are seeing and hearing that they're not the only ones having like these doubts or fears or negative thoughts about themselves. And it's totally normal. It's just what we do with them and starting to just rethink uh, like what success is and what failure is and and what they're thinking about themselves and choosing the thoughts that they want to happen and positive thoughts. Um, So yeah, so I I meet with them on Zoom. I do live calls with the group. I do live calls with my private girls and we are working on anything from visualization to self-talk to routines like pre-game routines, pre-performance and post-game routines time management. (laughs) That seems to be a struggle in not only uh, early life, but even after I'm like, just, I was like, don't worry, your life will just continue to get busier and busier. So this is the beginning. Uh, (laughs) say when life slows down, that's like, that's not reality (laughs) right? for anyone. 
<laughs> I know it's either it's either that or you just have to say no to way more exactly <laughs> so do you work um with high like what age groups do you work with high school collegiate both yeah so I have girls ranging from 10 all the way to 18 I've even had a few nine-year-olds depending on where they're at and you know how committed they are to learning um but yeah about 10 to 18 so I have girls that are like just about to head to college Mm -hmm. and play at that level and then I also have girls that are really just like getting started in the competitive sports world and um you know it starts as early as 10 when we start like beating ourselves up about certain Mm. things so um it's pretty cool to see my favorite group to work with though is probably like the pre-teens like early high school with like all the transitions all of the things happening like um that's a really really fun for for me probably not for most parents but (laughs) I was just going to say as a parent I think um I think your mentorship is really appreciated. Thinking about my daughter, she's um, not full on athlete. She's definitely into the arts, drama, music, and that type of thing too. But um, she's big into uh, basketball and golf. And um, just from the parent perspective, you know, I can say one thing, but a teacher or a peer saying it or just another adult it can have so much more weight to their words versus, you know, something that mom says. Um, So that coupled with, you know, I'm not an athlete. (laughs) What a service you're providing to these girls um, in, in ways that parents can't, you know? Yeah, I was, well, so I'm, I'm not a parent yet. I don't have um, any kiddos, but Something I always think about is, and when I'm talking to parents, they're like, yeah, this would be really great because she does not listen to me. She doesn't want to hear from me. She does like, I, and when I tell when I'm telling them like, okay, we're going to work on this and this. And she's like, oh, my parents like pressure. They're like, I've been kind of telling her that. And I'm like, I know, like, I'm probably going to tell her the same things that you do. It just comes differently from me. And I always tell the parents, like, just remember, like, do you love listening to your parents' advice? Mm. <laughs> and most of the time, like, not really, but um, I don't know why we are wired like that, but for some reason, we, like, have to hear it from somebody else, and I always tell this story about my mom, um, and she she had given me like some really great advice one day. I don't even remember what it was about or what it was on, but I was like struggling with something and I was talking to her and she gave me this great advice, you know, yada, yada, yada. I heard it. I was like, okay, you know, it's pretty good. I'm like, I'm like older now. I kind of like mm-hmm. a little bit more mental maturity where I'm like, I, I hear, I hear her. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like, I talked to somebody else that I all like, I respect. And um, she told me like probably the same exact thing. And I'm like, I'm like, this is amazing. Like, this is such great advice. I go back to my mom and I'm telling her and she's like, okay, yeah, I pretty much just said that. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I was just going to say, you know, as you get older, uh, I think your perspective of your parents kind of change because I'm at the point where I can say like, Oh, I get it. And maybe it's because I see, you know, from my daughter, um, just trying to teach her, I have a, a, a bigger appreciation for my parents giving advice yeah, totally. <laughs> more likely to listen to them now, honestly. Yeah. So, so it's, I'm like, you guys just are really helping me out because <laughs> I like working with the girls and they hear it differently from me. And mm-hmm. I, you know, the same thing goes for, for like their coaches though, too. A lot of times I hear like, you know, 
I mean, there's always going to be some challenging coaches and things like that, or ones that just don't click with us. And Mm -hmm. so I get to be like this third party perspective where, you know, I'm not telling them what to do all the time, but I'm like there, I'm their biggest supporter of like, I believe in you 100%. I know it's possible. And, you know, also like challenging them and, and like Mm -hmm. choosing different thoughts and thinking about things differently, but it's just like this different this different space than like with even just like with your coach, um, other than your parents. So, yeah. So I know that your mentorship is really, like you said, focused on, um, athletes, but just from hearing from you, uh, and the things that you are working with them on, you know, it's really, you're just really setting them up for life in general. You know, a lot of the things that you're teaching them are just great life practices. So incredible. Congrats to you. <laughs> Thank you. It's pretty like, sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like my job. This is crazy. Like, this is so cool. Um, uh, especially when I'm like in the midst of something I'm like, remember I'm doing like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, that's why, that's why, I mean, I honestly, I probably started all of this and I think I did because I, I was struggling, you know, after college and not really knowing like what my path was, what I was supposed to be doing and what my purpose was and all these things. And, um, just starting to really dive into the self-development space and working on myself and things like that. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is like changing my life. Like this is making such a difference in, even like when I don't know what the heck I'm doing, I'm still like, okay, like it's going to be all right. Like we're going to figure it out. And I wanted to be able to show girls that space as well. And just knowing like, you're not always going to have all the answers. Mm. And you just, like, keep taking one step in front of the other. And I think sports are so um, special because they have so many life lessons. Mm, for sure. Um, that they can also like do the opposite sometimes for us where we're, you know, being super hard on ourselves and never giving ourselves credit. So just figuring out and finding that balance and helping them see that more often. Um, But yeah, it's so cool to see when I'm working with an athlete and, you know, things are going well on the athletic side, but when they have like a breakthrough, like with their sibling or their parents or school or whatever, it might or like just showing up as a leader doing something like one of the girls I worked with today, one of her goals was that she wanted to get out of her comfort zone, like two times a week. And so we created some things that she could really take action on to do that. Um, so that it's like, that's just like things you would never think of really as like an athlete training, I guess. Right. For sure. Like I said, just those life, life skills, honestly. Yeah. Well, clearly you have found your passion. And I think anytime we have to remind ourselves that this is our job, that's, that's proof that we are, (laughs) you know, living our passion and that, um, that truly is a dream to come true, I think in many ways. So congrats on finding your passion and and finding a a way to, to deliver that and help people. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. So if we uh, have listeners who want to connect with you, where can they find you? 
Yeah. So I hang out quite a bit on social media, <laughs> uh, probably more than I should, but you know, giving you guys the things. Um, so you can find me on Instagram or Facebook. Um, all of it's my, just my name, Paige Tons, P-A-I-G-E-T-O-N-Z. And then um, if anyone's interested in like mentorship or the Confident Athlete program, you can always head to my site and I have all the details in there. And, uh, if you guys ever have any questions or any thoughts or anything, you can always, they can always reach out to me on social media and send me a message, um, in that aspect. So awesome. And I will definitely share all those links in the show notes so that people don't have to take notes or (laughs) figure out how to spell things. Like, I know I'm like, luckily my name, like I've always loved my last name because I don't really know anyone else with it. So when you look, I'm like, when you look me up, I'm like, I'm like the only one. So it makes it super easy. So fortunately I have a name for social media, right? (laughs) Nikki Johnson, not so much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Paige, thanks for um, joining us today. And as always stay positive and stay healthy. Thanks for joining me today. I hope my sharing has helped you in some way. And if it has, let me know by connecting with me on social. You can find me on Instagram at I am Nikki J. That's the letters I M N I K K I J. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your stories to let others know this episode was helpful to you. And could you tag me also? I want to know which topics benefit you most. One more thing. Could you take a second to rate the podcast? It would mean so much. Your rating and comment will help people looking to connect with people like you and I find this podcast too. Thanks so much.